0: I'm Jan Ditchfield, and I went from frustrated corporate business consultant trying to fix broken systems to teaching women the secrets to turn their passion into a profitable online business. Becoming an entrepreneur isn't an easy journey. It's filled with many missteps and moments of massive self-doubt, but I'm going to show you the ways to get past your roadblocks so you can build the business of your dreams without the overwhelm. I created the Hey Spark Plug podcast to share with you easy-to-follow strategies and frameworks that will help you to take your business from spark to launch. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to build a business which allows you the lifestyle freedom you want, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Hey Spark Plug podcast. Uh, I'm Jan, and I'm really glad you joined me today. Uh, It's been a really interesting week so far. Uh, The conference is happening right now, and uh, we have amazing conversations happening with remarkable women uh, and talking about different areas of leadership and business and really focusing on kind of how to level up your online business game. And I think it's a really important conversation to be having because you know as the world has changed so much for us, really starting to understand how we could be moving our businesses into online space is an important thing to look at. But more importantly, I also think it's really important to be thinking about like longevity. So what can can we do in our business that's going to keep us around and keep us viable and help us to kind of determine where it is that we're going and get those, reach those goals, right? The goals that we've set for ourselves. And One of the things that I've also noticed a lot is that the majority of the people who are attending the conference are moms as well. And uh, most of my students are mothers. I'm a mother too. I have a young daughter. And uh, I would say probably like a good 95% of the women I work with are uh, women who have kids. And um, most of them also come in because of the fact that they're trying to build a business or leave a legacy for their children. And it's a common theme that comes up. We talk about it all the time in a lot of the private meetings that we have. And uh, starting off our our individual coaching sessions and our nighttime thing is always checking in of like you know where are you at as a mom, how are you doing as a mom, Um, how are you feeling as a mom. So I thought today that I really wanted to explore and talk about a little bit is about managing mom guilt while you're building a business, because we don't actually talk about this thing enough, I, in my opinion. Uh, we talk a lot about mom burnout and we talk about you know uh, mom guilt and just day-to-day space, but finding a way to manage mom guilt while you're building your business is really essential when you're an entrepreneur, especially in the early days of figuring out how you're going to do this with a little person or a medium-sized person or a big person uh, constantly around, you know, vying for your attention while you're trying to get your business off the ground. And those first like, you know, one, two, three years of business uh, when you tend to hustle a bit more than you probably should. Uh, I know I'm notorious for doing that as well. So, I thought I'd just go over some like kind of like some tips and there are things that I actually apply in my business as well um, and really to, so get the chance to look at here are some things that you can put into action right away and be able to think about is this something that I can apply into my life and uh, to help kind of manage that mom guilt because you're never going to get rid of it. Like mom guilt is there. It's, it's always going to be there. It's what Like it's what we do, right? We worry about our kids, uh, we worry about ourselves. uh, We think that we're not spending enough time. We're spending too much time. We—it's always going to be there. But finding a way to mitigate it, I think, and just be able to kind of put it in a box or be able to like quiet it down a little bit while we're building our businesses is an important thing to do. So, tip number one that I would say to you right off the bat is to establish your business goal from the beginning. So whatever business you're building, it doesn't matter. What matters is why you are doing this. So establish that goal right from the beginning, because when you're clear about your intentions and in your business from the start, it makes things really easy to navigate moving forward from there. So if you're building a side hustle and this is something that's going to bring in extra income for you, um, if it's going to be something that um, you know you're looking at paying off university debt for your kids or sending them to school with no debt, if you want to take a family trip uh, in the future when you're able to travel again if you want to be looking at you know moving into a new home buying a new car you know, do you want this to be a full-time thing? Like, Are you really looking to quit that nine-to-five? You do. You want out of the job. You need to establish what those things are so that you start working your business according to those goals. So if you are just doing a part-time business and that's what you want is just a part-time thing, then you don't work it as a full-time business. You work it as a part-time business. And I'm going to say the same thing is if you are work, running for a full-time income and you want it to be that... Also, don't overwork it. So don't think that you have to do 60-hour weeks uh, in order to be able to make your business goals happen. You don't. You're just going to work the hours that are are necessary for you to work. And no more than that, uh, you can build a successful business on four hours a day. You can build a successful business on eight hours a day. You can build a successful business on one hour a day or one hour a week. Uh, It's just going to take you a bit longer to do it. So again, looking at that end goal helps you to be able to prioritize what it is that you need to do in order to get there. And the next thing I would say for sure is to set your boundaries and your schedule according to your family priorities. And what that I mean is like, be really intentional about this is when I'm working and this is when I am a mom uh, and this is when I'm parenting. And so for me, my boundaries that were set really early on in my business, Uh, for me, the most important thing is daycare drop-off and that morning time with my daughter. So I do not do anything in my business before 10 a.m. And I'm just like, I'm unapologetic about it as well I don't and I stop at four o'clock like I'm a hard stop at four when she comes home from daycare because I want to be that time so I close it up I put it away yes I may have to come back to things in the evening I do a lot of nighttime teaching with my students but again because they're mothers so having a chance to be able to get their time when they can be focused tends to be in the evenings Um, but I don't You know my boundaries are clear, and I'm not making uh, shifting them for client needs. I'm not shifting them for uh, when anyone else says like I need you at that time. This is what I work. This is where. So if you want me, you need to fit into that schedule, and that's just the way it is. So setting those boundaries in that schedule really helps you to establish things really early on again in the business where you don't need to feel like you're running for everyone else. Your priority is clear that it's family first, business second, and that's the way it's going to be. And it helps to get rid of some of that guilt. I, it, I find that it is, is for sure. The next thing I'd say to you is involve your children in your business from the beginning. So involve them in the be- in the business and whatever that means to you. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to put them on camera with you or you need to do them and feature them in your social media. Um, if you are not comfortable with that, that's fine. If you are comfortable with it, then do it. Like, you know, put them there, get them, um, allow them to be present within it. Uh, if it's going to be things like, you know, um, you letting them join you, uh, you know, in when you're teaching if you're doing like online teaching so with me my daughter pops in all the time to my with my students. she just pops in she's like hey who are you and then she's gone again uh and in the early days as well when I was um before I started went back to work full-time and I was still doing a lot of teaching um gigs and people would you know, ask me to come in and speak I'd bring her with me so she would sit on me, I would baby wear. She needed little Cheerios, and I would just do my thing. Uh, she attended board meetings when she was six weeks old. It was just she's just been part of my business from day one. Um, and again, I'm unapologetic about it. So you find the way that it works for you. But involving them in your business right from the beginning also is something that I think is important to do uh, because babies and children belong there too. Uh, there, there. It doesn't need to be a separation of the two. It's very possible to have a successful career while you're still parenting uh, and parenting the way that you want a parent so find something that makes you comfortable with them it could be easy they could just be playing on the floor uh while you're working it could be something that simple or you could have your you know your desk set up and they're watching tv but just involve them in the day-to-day like help them they can help you package things they can help label they can do there's tons of stuff they can do they can attend I've heard tons of my students talking about that they bring their daughters in to um, some of my teachings or to the conferences where they get to sit and listen and there's tons of them now that are saying or their sons as well saying you know when I grow up I'm gonna run my own business and I'm like yay you know do it (laughs) do it start your own business but there's great ways to involve them so that they don't feel like that the business is more important than them they see that this is actually something that all women do women with children also have businesses we also work we follow our dreams uh, and our dreams are being built for our children 99% of the time The other thing that I would say for sure is set your big three every day so that when you walk away from work, you can be present for your children. So, I talk about like the idea of the big three or like it's your to-do list tackle, whatever it is, where you write down the things you need to do, but you just pick those top three things off of your list that you have to accomplish in the day so that you are not sitting at the end of the day and thinking about oh my God, I didn't get that finished. And so, you're not present with your children at the time and that, you know, instead you're actually thinking about work and all the things you didn't do instead of focusing on these are the things that I did do. If the rest of the list doesn't get done, whatever, I'm going to put it aside. I'll get to it another day. But I got those three big things tackled off my list. Um, So, today as I'm recording this, I'm actually batching all of my podcast episodes. And this is one of my big, big threes for the day is I'm like, I'm doing four of them back to back to back so that, I can just put them aside I know they're done and I don't need to feel that rush to be like you know I need to rush to get it done or I you know when at the end of the day I can be fully present with my my daughter comes home because I got my big three off my list there's tons of little stuff left to do but I'll chip away at it because it's not really the most important things there so figure out what those big three things are and tackle them first and then I would say for sure is schedule quality time in with your children. Like actually schedule it into your calendar. Um and I know that sounds crazy and now people are like, but I'm gonna schedule it in. But I really would encourage you to think about doing it. Like time block time in your calendar be a mom and just because that way you there's nobody else can touch you no one else can be present at that time it's just your time and I do this every evening uh, after dinner is my time alone with my daughter we have time alone we do things she wants to do uh, I, there's no phone involved there's nothing present we just cuddle or play or watch something on tv or you know read a book whatever it is but there's a half an hour every single day that we have scheduled quality time so that I don't feel like maybe I worked too much that day and I wasn't present for her. I still feel like I was present for her. So by really being intentional about finding the time, it helps deal with that mom guilt in a lot of ways. And then my last thing to I would say to everybody who's listening who has children um, is stop apologizing for motherhood. And I catch myself doing this all the time, and I see lots of women do this all the time, where they always say, you know, oh, I'm sorry I'm late to the meeting because you know my child blank, or I'm sorry I have to step away for a second because my child blank. And many of us right now are building businesses and running businesses with children in our house because we're still in lockdown. Um, so stop apologizing for it. There is nothing wrong with having to say, I'm stepping away for a second, I'll be right back because your child's having a meltdown or because you heard something go crash in the background and you'd better run and figure out what it is. Those things are the most important things. It's always going to be important. And I think when we stop apologizing for motherhood, we're going to start normalizing the fact that, again, women have children Women are also business owners and we don't need to apologize for being a business owner and we don't need to apologize for being a mother. We just are those things and others will begin to see us that way if we stop saying, I'm sorry for it. So stop apologizing for it. Own it, be proud. People will wait. People will be late. People can deal with it. That's what I would say about it as well. So, you know, we think that, uh, You know we need perfection in business and we need perfection in motherhood, but we're never going to find it. No business is going to be the perfect business. Uh, You will never be the perfect mother. Uh, You are going to be just the perfect mother for your own children. You're going to run the perfect business for you and for yourself. And we need to give ourselves grace to think that we're perfect enough just as we are and not have to think that we need to be better than what we are in a lot of ways. So I say, give yourself grace, uh, allow yourself some space to make mistakes in your business. Allow yourself mistakes to make mistakes in motherhood. Um, And I say that to myself as well as I'm recording that. I'm like, I also give myself grace uh, for making mistakes as well in both areas because we're we're human, right? We do the best we can with the things that we're dealt with. And especially in the times we're living in right now, uh, everybody deserves to give themselves a pat on the back because you guys, you're awesome. You're awesome for everything you've done and don't forget about it. So, uh, if you are in the conference and you're listening to this, I hope you're having a really awesome time, but if you haven't joined the conference, so right now it's running, it started on April 5th and it goes until April 9th and it's my free conference that I run every year. So it's called the entrepreneur conference. This year we're focusing on leveling up your online business game. And I have unbelievable, uh, people speaking at it. It's like global speakers this year. I've got people coming in from all over the place and they're talking about like, how to you know sell on LinkedIn and, uh, I'm doing a couple talks too. I've done a talk already on, you know, course creation and the things that you should know in order to put a course into your business. I'm going to be doing a talk as well on uh, lead magnets and what they are, why you need one and how to make one work that's going to convert uh, people into customers for you. Like we've got conversations about money mindset and business uh, like finance 101. So, and again, it's free. So if you haven't got a chance to get your ticket, uh, your virtual ticket, grab it. So just go to janditchfield.co forward slash conference and like come on in come join Uh, if you you're going to get them on replays too so if you can't attend live there's two sessions a day one at 10 a.m and one at 2 p.m you catch the replays after and you can watch them for sure so come on over I'd love to have you there Um, super excited about it and uh, I can't wait until next week I want to just thank you again for joining me I know uh, um, you know making time in your day is a really hard thing for, for that and I appreciate that you make time for me so if you're listening to my podcast. Thanks for making me part of your day. Uh, I don't take that, um, uh, you know, lightly. I really do understand how taxed everybody are is feeling lately. So I appreciate the fact that you put me into your schedule and I'm glad that I could share a little bit of your day with you. So thanks for, for that. And uh, I'll be back next time, at uh, next week, same time, same place. Uh, and until then, Spark Plug, keep building something magical.